me the Bible, holy message shining. Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way. Precept and promise, law and love combining, till night shall vanish an eternal day. You're listening to the Christian Sword Podcast. We are examining the archives of the Tennessee Bible College that was established in 1975. Carrie Duke is the Vice President of Academics and Academic Affairs at Tennessee Bible College. He is also a professor and teaches there as well. He contains a bachelor's, master's, and a Ph.D. from Tennessee Bible College. These are his lessons. Isaiah 3 is a remarkable chapter in that it describes what happens when the structure of society collapses. A major warning sign in this chapter was a lack of seasoned male leaders in Judah. But Isaiah was not silent about the women of Judah. He revealed that the lack of morals and values and spirituality in the women of Judah was a big part of the problem. And this is true in any nation. The strength of a culture depends in large part on the integrity of its women. Judah was not the nation under God it could have been because the women in it were not the women they should have been. So how does Isaiah describe these women? Let's listen to Isaiah chapter 3, verse 16. Moreover, the Lord saith, Because the daughters of Zion are haughty, and walk with stretched forth necks and wanton eyes, walking and mincing as they go, and making a tingling with their feet. They were, first of all, arrogant women. They were haughty. They were not humble. They were not, as Peter says in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 4, women of a meek and quiet spirit. These women prided themselves in how they looked and how they appealed to men. They walked with stretched forth necks. These women wanted to be seen. They stretched out their necks and made sure that men looked at them. They had wanton eyes. This means that they had sensual, seductive, alluring eyes. These women of Judah had a certain look, the same look that female models and actors and singers oftentimes have today in our society. He says that they were walking and mincing as they went. The word mincing means that they were tripping or skipping, perhaps dancing, and they made a jingling. They had ankle bracelets on, and they did all this to get attention. So God said that he would bring down their arrogance when the war came. Verses 17 through 26 talks about the punishment and how that these women who were so arrogant and prided themselves in how they looked and how they appealed to men would be sorry for putting the emphasis in the wrong place. Now, by way of contrast, let's read and consider 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 9 and 10, where Paul talked about the kind of women that ladies should be. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 9 says, In like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel, with shamefacedness and sobriety, not with broided, that is, braided hair, or gold, or pearls, or costly array, but which becomes women professing godliness, with good works. Now, that's 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. Now, I want you to notice these contrasts between what the Bible says that women should be 
in 1 Timothy chapter 2, 9 and 10, and the kind of women that these people were in Isaiah chapter 3, verse 16. Paul says that women are to dress modestly. The women of Judah dressed as showy as they could. Paul says that women should have some restraint. He uses the word shamefacedness in the King James Version. That literally means a sense of shame, a certain modesty about their appearance. But not the women of Judah. They were arrogant about it. Paul says that women shouldn't put the emphasis on their clothes or their hair or jewelry, but on good works that they do. But to the women of Judah, it was all about how they looked. Paul said that women should be modest and use good judgment in how they appear and carry themselves. But the women of Judah drew as much attention to themselves as they could. Paul said the inside was more important, but these women in Judah thought that the outside was. Paul said it's about your heart, but the women of Judah said it was about their body. Now let's turn our attention to the trends that we see in America. How much time and effort and money do women put into how they look on the outside? Now, is it wrong to look nice and presentable and respectful, especially to a woman's husband? Of course not. The word modest in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 9 means to be well arranged and orderly. But many times, women go too far. Here's a test. Compare the time spent on clothes and jewelry and hairstyles and makeup to the good deeds that should be done for other people, helping other people. That's what Paul said in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 10. In a day when young girls are taught to do the very thing that Isaiah describes, that is, to draw attention to their bodies, to be arrogant and rough, to act seductive and sensual, is it any wonder that our nation is in the shape that it's in? What we need in America is not more sex appeal in our women, but more goodness and godliness in their hearts. Only when the females of our land are more interested in virtue than they are in fashion, will we ever improve the moral condition of this land? And that's America through the eyes of Isaiah. If you have any questions about anything that was taught today, you can reach out to Tennessee Bible College. Their phone number is 931-526-2616. Their address is 1616 McCauley Road, Cookville, Tennessee, 38506. They would love to hear from you. Thank you for tuning in. Give me the Bible, holy message shining. Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way. Precept and promise, law and love combining. Till night shall vanish an eternal day.